Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party made their way through the desert, towards Meldus's forge, in search of a way to control the Klonkwonks. The forge was cold and deserted, or at least it seemed to be, until Jolene made an unsettling discovery. Turned away from you in the centre of the room is a Klonkwonk. I freeze. Okay, it doesn't seem to be doing anything yet. Okay, I pull up my cloak of invisibility and creep my way closer. Um, are you, like, looking around the room now? Yeah. Would you like to discern realities about what's going on? Okay, so ten. What here is useful or valuable to me? There's, like, a stash of different electronic parts in here and metal and some tools it seems that the things in this room are just in slightly better condition. Not like they're new or anything, just the smaller size of this room and just the conditions in here kept it slightly better maintained. This room held up a bit better. Okay, and what is about to happen? You come into this room and you're so tense that you very quickly realise what is about to happen. Nothing. This isn't an active clonk clonk. Oh, so it's just inactive? Yeah, the eye on the front of it is totally dim. Okay, and what should I be on the lookout for? Well, this might be a bit of an obvious answer, but geez, if there was a way to control this clonk clonk. Okay, I'm gonna gather up the working components <laughs> and shove it in my bag. Okay, that definitely has at least one weight. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> She's gonna turn around and say, Jolene! There's Tomorrow. a clonk clonk in there. Oh, it's I? it's it's not working. Okay. I think it's I think whoever was here was in the process of making it and then had to go do something else and then never got back to it. You know how people do with like their writing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, or their basket weaving, or their yeah hut repairs, or uh-huh. their um fence repairs, or their anyway. Um, it's a library back there. I don't think Ooh. there's anything. I found one thing. I found a bunch of things that she opens up her bag. Oh wow, that might help. Yeah. I have no idea what any of this stuff does. I think it's alright in here. I think so too. Okay, so, um, repeat after me. Hands like this. Hands like this. Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, no. Okay, we'll skip that part. Mm. Do you possess a theory of mind? Well, that's... I don't know if I'd be able to prove that. Because it is a theory. That's a really good point. Um, Yeah. Can you internally visualize an external event occurring without that event actually occurring? I believe I can. Okay. But I don't know. It's like, that hasn't happened, but I'm thinking about it happening, but it hasn't happened. Try and imagine, and I'll take my hat off, which has presumably gotten a bit dirty. Imagine this hat. Yes. And imagine that it was clean. Why don't you just clean it? Well, because I can, because I can magically clean it. But to, I mean, that's not that interesting of a narrative. It's not about the narrative, Sinana. It's, it's <laughs> precipitation—the most foundational spell a wizard can learn. It's every arcane magic user learns this spell. It's the first thing you learn. Well, haven't they ever learned how to invent a lint roller? Yes, but you don't need a lint roller if you can just magic the, all of the lint away. That I, seems like a very big abuse of power. It's. For dry cleaning. Well, I mean, it's not just for dry cleaning, but it's... 
that's one application of the principle, mm. but it's the same with fireball. It's the same with... Um, what, do you dry the clothes with fireball? No, I... <laughs> I, think, I think probably you'll come in about yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll pick this up later, maybe. Uh, let's go inside. Right. <laughs> so it seems safe. Mm. Um, it's big and empty. Um, Jolene's found some quote-unquote parts. Yeah! And she opens a bag. Okay, that's really interesting. You can see, like, crocodile teeth, a crowbar, a lightning rod, <laughs> some daggers, a couple of lesser openers, little vials and stuff inside. Yeah, so we have some stuff. We just need to figure out how to... Put it together? Put it together, and I guess that's the forge over there. That's probably where it's strongest, right? You'd think so. You can see the sky from inside there. Mm-hmm. I crawled inside there. Don't crawl inside there. It's really big and really dark. It's really scary. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Well, I guess we could uh, have ourselves some little puzzle time to see how these fit together. Okay. And she just sits down on the floor and, like, dumps everything onto the floor. <laughs> well, you two figure that out. I'm going to go see if I can see down into it. Because you said it was dark, right? Yeah, it was really dark. I'm going to go see if I can be something we can see in the dark. Okay. I'm going to try and cast light on my quarter stuff. Six, seven. Yeah, that's a nine. I'll forget light. That's okay. That's never ended badly. Your quarter stuff is glowy AF. All that 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 works too. I mean, I want to see as well. So that's that's fair. Uh, let's go. I guess. Um, yeah, I guess I will turn into the owl again. A fishing owl. A fishing owl. This is a throwback episode. Mm-hmm. That's like eleven. Woo! And I fly down the hole. If there's an awesome bat down here, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Are you holding the light stuff? No. What? No, I'm, I'm just sort of. I was kind of hot sticking it down. Shikamaru's at the top looking in, and I'm flying down as an owl. Okay. To my doom. Yeah, so you stick the stuff down and you look in. And Nim, as a fishing owl, you've just kind of started flying down when the light hits something down the bottom and you see a pair of gleaming eyes look up at you. I'm gonna hover. Oh, owls probably can't do that. Owls can circle. It's yeah, a fairly I think, hard. yeah, I'll circle. As you circle it, this pair of eyes follow you. You're okay, I'm gonna fly back up. Follow you. Fly back up. For the moment, you actually come back up, and you come out, and nothing happens yet. As I'm flying past, I grab onto, like, Cremor's, like, shoulder. Ah, okay. I'm, like, okay. cloak. I'm just like... Okay, okay, something bad. Um, what? Uh, little Timmy's trapped down the well? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let go and turn back into a human. There's something down there. Because of course there fucking is. Of course. Why is, that? Why is nothing ever easy? I know. It looked alive. It had eyes. It had eyes. Okay, that's concerning. Do we just want to leave it alone, or...? I don't know. I mean, I don't really want to attack something that's not attacking us, but everything on this island seems to want to hurt us. But the magic was down there. Uh... The, I mean, the magical thing that I saw so... Okay, new plan. I'll go back down, but it's something much more discreet, and I'll see if I can figure out what it is. I would like to go back down as a gecko. Okay, roll for gecko. 
Oh dear. Roll for gecko. Eight. So you crawl down to the bottom very discreetly. There's a lot of soot and ash, and yeah, you can see this huge lumbering form of something that reminds you a hell of a lot of the murder bat that you have seen previously in your life, but bigger almost. Not massively bigger, but definitely bigger. There's something there as well, some sort of object that must be this magical object, but you just need to maneuver a little bit closer to see it. Okay, here we go. Do it. Good. Seven. Oh. (sighs) Yeah, okay. So the first thing I'll say is you do manage to get closer and you can see that it is kind of nesting next to two rods that seem to be made out of metal and have some sort of device on the top of them. What I'll say is the worst outcome. The creature stirs a little bit because of your presence and it doesn't wake up. It just kind of rolls a little bit onto the rods. I have a really dumb idea. You always do. A really dumb idea. I'm going to. Oh god, why am I doing this? Crawl up onto the wall into a position kind of just behind the motorbat, and I am going to spring off the wall as a gecko, turn back into a human, try and startle it so it flies up, but because I'm on its back, like grab its ears and try and steer it up. <laughs> <You're>, uh, <laughs> the stupidity of this plan is too high to calculate. Look! Okay, roll animal handling. No. Defy danger next. Or would it be defy danger? Int is quick thinking. No, this isn't quick thinking. This is stupid thinking. No! <laughs> no! Nim, you just get tossed the fuck off. And this creature startles awake and puts its wings out and, and it is already right over you and has huge gnashing teeth. And it reminds you, yeah, a lot of the murder bat you've seen previously. Can I reach for the magic thing? So you want to grab the magic things while evading this thing. Do you know what role that's going to be? Do I Yep. Fuck yeah, that's an 11. You do like a roll between the legs of the murder bat and pick up these two staves, and then it whips around to look at you again. Um, um, can I turn into something and try and fly away? What are you turning into? <laughs> oh, fuck, what's fast? I'm going to be an osprey again. Yes! Ten. You turn into a heckin' osprey. Noom! And you use you some zoom zooms. And... I am going to go all the way up and out the top. Okay, you zoom out the the top, and as you get about three quarters of the way up, this creature stops dead and gives out a huge, Aah! but it stops, and you get out. That was surprisingly... That worked! Yeah. I'm going to circle back down to the entrance, turn back into a human... And just try it and be like, guess who's the best druid ever? So that's what you do. But what's everyone else doing is you hear a huge shriek come through from the vent. I'm going to run up to the vent, staff out. Yeah, as you do, 
the face of a huge bat with gnashing teeth comes upon you, and it sees you straight away, and it comes straight for the furnace. Shit! And I'm going <laughs> to magic missile. <laughs> that's a five, six, seven, that's an eight. I will draw unwanted attention to myself and put myself on the spot. Okay, roll damage. Yep, it's 2d4. So that's a two and a four, so that's six. These blasts come out of your hand, hit the creature, aggravating it, and it swoops and picks you up in its claws and then brings you flying around the room with the workbenches. Ah! Shit, 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 shit. Gripping you by the arms. I am gonna throw one of my letter openers swooped in serpent's tears at it. Roll for throwing letter openers. Oh, 11. Uh, I do D8. That's a one. Oh, plus two, because it's a volley. So it's a three. This dagger lodges into this creature, but it's still firmly got its grip on Cremora, who is having the flight of her life. Wait, these things see here, don't they? Do they, Cremora? Do these things see here? I am a little bit distracted right now. <laughs> I'm a yell at it. <laughs> I'll use my uh, metal hurlant. Mm-hmm. So roll plus con. Um, yeah, that's a ten. That's three points of damage, and God, I hope this thing see hears, because it is deafened. The creature is totally taken aback by this loss of hearing, mm. um, and it opens up its claws and lets Cremora go from the ceiling. And Cremora, you start falling as Nim opens the door and says. Who's the best druid out of fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Please land on Nim. Yeah. <laughs> just that, like, anime moment. Just like, boom. Hi. <laughs> just kiss already. So wait, are we actually saying that you just crashed straight into Nim? I- I'm happy with That's that. That's a nice callback to the bear yeah. falling from the sky. <laughs> While we're talking of callbacks. Yeah. Cremora, roll a d8 and pick a d8 damage. That's a four. Okay. But as I hit Nim, <laughs> I don't actually physically interact with Nim. You see, as Cremora hits Nim, her skin, like, shimmers just very briefly, and there's, like, a shimmer of energy around her, and Nim feels like a solid barrier hitting her rather than the squishy wizard. Ah! Hi. Ah! 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 <laughs> oh. I think at this point, the bat not knowing what the fuck is fuck... I think this is the point where you realise it is not a murder bat, but is in fact an arson bat, as it kind of rubs its wings together, causing a spark, and then just erupts in flame. Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) Flaming spikes start showering the room. How are y'all avoiding this? I'm running to duck underneath one of the benches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm following Jolene on that front. (laughs) I think I'm going to employ my Osprey strategy again and jump into the air. I'm going to admire the pretty fireworks, then run like hell. Okay, so the three people whose strategy comes to fuck off, uh, roll me some decks. That's a defy danger variety. Just a dex dice. Roll me some decks. Dex, dex, dex. Ah, yep. That's a 12. That's 11. Eight. Jolene and Signana, uh, you dodge out of the way effortlessly. As for you, Cremora, do you have any potions left? Uh, I have one healing potion and a vial of serpent's tears. You can either avoid the damage 
or one of the spines will hit the potion and just render it useless. And also your bag will be on fire and you'll have to deal with that. Here's a fucking callback. I take the damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure, shit. I believe that the previous murder bat did 1d10 plus 3 damage. Yep. And so does this one. Okay. (laughs) It's fine. That's only 11. Yeah, you just get smashed by this barb. And it's on fire too. It burns. It's not good. Mm. Ah, ah, Oh, God. Okay, yeah, seeing that, the osprey's gonna... Oh, well, sorry, we haven't rolled for you yet. Oh, yeah. Roll to be an osprey. Six, seven, eight. So, so use yeah. one hold to dodge out of the way. Spending one hold to dodge out of the way. With my wind core, because I still have that, I would like to automatically deal my damage to the arson bat. So osprey are really good at diving. I would like to try and go through one of its wings. Okay, so um, deal your damage and roll it twice because oh, of the poison. Four damage. Yeah, okay, you pierce through its wing. And now as well as having no idea where it is, it's also like lost a lot of its flight capability. And it does now sort of come to the ground. Luckily, there's not so much to catch a light here. Although you do notice that wherever its wings kind of sweep over, they, it seems to still burn for a little while, just from the residue of its wings. Mm. Then I'm going to run over to Cremora and stand in front of her. All right, Cremora, now you got to dance out the pain. Dance with me. Dance now. Dance out the pain. I'm using my arcane art. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Probably should have done this a while back. Um, that is a seven, which just makes it... So, my spell works, but I draw unwanted attention, or the magic reverberates to other targets affecting them as well, DM's choice. So the thing I'm going to say is, even though your magic is conducted Mm. through sound and it is deafened at the moment, something about that magical essence of it seems to help the creature pinpoint where you are in the room. Okay. And so now it's stalking across the ground taking big steps towards you. And you heal five hit points. Yay. Nim, you're watching this uh, this arson bat, and something in you can't help but stir a little, but this poor thing you've just left on its back, awoken it up, caused it to fly around and spew fire everywhere, and now it is just confused and disoriented and can't fly properly. It is still being a threat as it lurks towards Signana. But you can't help but feel a pain in your heart. Alright. Okay, I know what I'm going to do. I am going to run over to the entrance of the forge, shout real fucking loud. Wait, it's deaf. Fuck! No, I'll I'll be a bear. Try and, like, run past it so it smells me. Go to the entrance of the forge. (laughs) Hope that it follows me, flies in, and then I'm going to shift back and use elemental mastery to close the entrance of the forge forge with the stones around it. That's a lot of things. That is many things. That is my plan. Okay, so first thing is we're becoming a bear. Bear time. Roll to bear. Nine. Bear. I use one of my bear holds to be a stinky bear. (laughs) (laughs) Stinky bear time. Stinky bear time. Okay, you're a stinky fucking bear. I'm also going to say charging to the other side of the room is using one hold. Oh, Uh, oh, no. Sorry. I'm not a bear. I'm a fucking billy goat, because they stink. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> okay, you're a billy goat that stinks. And I, cha- and I charge to the other side of the room. It, so it does follow you, and it does fly into the chamber. 
Roll for elemental mastery, my dude. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Oh! <laughs> Shit! Oh no! You hear a voice in your head. Oh, that's where you are. Fuck! <laughs> and the door on the right just slams open and the clonk wonk scudders out. As soon as I see the clonk wonk, <laughs> I recognise that there is the, the arson bat is still a threat. I'm going to look over and go, okay, I'm going to try this. And I'm going to reach out and snap my fingers and I'm going to try and cast a spell magic. Choose a spell or magic effect in your presence. I think the clonk wonk counts as a magic effect. The god possessing the clonk wonk. Lesser spells are ended. Powerful magic is just reduced or dampened so long as you are nearby. Ten. The clonk wonk just stops in place. Okay, I was not expecting that to work. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. How's the arson back going? It's flapping, it's flaming. I think it's starting to get his hearing back now. I think we've done enough with the fact it couldn't hear. I think Jolene is going to think that Awesome Bat might be more or less contained at this point, and the suddenly moving Clonk Wonk is slightly more pressing. So what she's going to do is roll out from underneath the table and scuttle over with the machine that we built. So can you just describe for a moment, what did you two build? Let's roll Defy Danger Intelligence. Yep. To see what we built. Oh yeah. no, it's a failure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. looking cool. at that, that's a failure. So what you've actually managed to make, mm-hmm. you've made a flamethrower. It's really yes. cool. Yeah, you're really excited to yeah. test out this flamethrower. Oh dear. It spits hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I'm gonna pry open the clonk with one of my specialty letter slash clonk openers, uh-huh. <laughs> and take a look at the insides. It's a bunch of clockwork and shit. Okay, she's gonna just start trying to rip it out. You rip some shit out of it. Yeah, you feel like you've ripped an effective amount of shit out of this poor buddy. The bat is back in the room. <laughs> yep. Hey, buddy! Fire! Look, I think we've proven that we're more than capable of taking you down, but we'd really like to not do that if you just want to go back into your hole. Ah! Murder! Ah! What have you done to me? I promise it will heal! I feel bad! I don't want you to feel bad! I already feel bad! Trust me! Look, I think we'd, we'd all like to leave this situation alive, wouldn't we? I'm food motivated! Have you got food? Do we have food? We stop caring about rations. I'm just gonna take all my rations and dump them down the hole. It's down there! Can you please roll parlay? Yes, I can! Nine. Well, you already proved you got food. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it flies down the hole. Nice to meet you! Bird! And I'm gonna slowly close the broken door. And that you do, kind of. <laughs> Well, that situation's resolved at least temporarily. I passed you the rods. These are the powerful things, I think. Okay. I'm going to keep this door closed while you do your thing. What Kramora's going to do, going to take the Wand of Lightning and is going to try and basically kind of take all of the residual power from Meldus's forge, put it into the wand, and kind of supercharge it and turn it into a 
God Killer. Meldus's Revenge. Yeah. Something like yes! that. Yeah. Basically, so cool. I want to create a re- I want to create Meldus's Revenge. There will be a few details. You have six days left in your journey. I want to say this will take three. Okay. That's cost one. Second, you'll need help from our lightning channel and Nime. And then the final thing, this wand will be able to kill anything, but only once. Um, okay, I, I've i been looking through my books. Um, I could theoretically channel the power of Meldus into this lightning wand, but it would take at least three days, and I'd need your help. Okay, and what would that get us? If I understand what this ritual would do, I could probably use it to kill anything. Like the nested rock? Possibly like Kartos, if I got close enough. Holy shit. Thanks for listening. Want to pew pew us some money? Our Patreon's the way to do it. Plus, you'll get cool bonus content. Speaking of content... Maybe that thing goes there. No, 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 no. It goes under here. Mm. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. No. No, 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 because that thing needs to go there, and then we are really not equipped to do this. I think we're the two most equipped to do this. You're right! Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know what? At this point, it may even just be an art installation. Yeah! It's modern. Yeah, modern. Modern.